Hi guys, welcome to the Positivity and Mindset Podcast with me, Lauren Bowson. We are going to be talking all things mindset, life issues and general chat about life. I hope that this podcast will make you smile, learn something new and be motivated towards change. Hi everyone and welcome to episode 4 of the Positivity and Mindset Podcast with me, Lauren Vassin. Today's podcast is all about limiting beliefs. So, limiting beliefs are defined as an incorrect conclusion from something in life. Now as a life coach, my job is to help my clients to find these limiting beliefs within themselves, of which we all have, so that we can change them and create a positive future. So firstly, I'm going to talk about how beliefs are formed. So from the moment that we are born, things happen to us which, of which we create some meaning around. So um, as soon as we're, and when we're children, we experience things in life and we create a meaning around it, which we then carry on um, with us for the rest of our life. So some examples of how some limiting beliefs may have been formed. If you failed at a school exam, um, maybe a couple of times, or maybe you weren't so good uh, with exams, you failed at a school exam, you start to get that belief of, I'm not good at exams, I'm not good at school, which eventually may turn into, I'm not smart or I'm not intelligent. And then we hold on to that belief that I'm not smart or I'm not intelligent, all the way into our adult lives, which then has really negative effects on our future because we hold this belief that we're not smart enough and we're not intelligent enough and that will hold us back from doing what we want to do in order to be successful. Another example is if you were told to be quiet and keep your opinion to yourself when you were a a kid um, and you kind of internalised that and now in your adult life you are keeping quiet and you are keeping your opinion to yourself, which has kind of caused you to become the kind of person that people think that they can just walk all over and take advantage of. And that's essentially because you have that belief that you should be quiet and keep your opinion to yourself because that's what you were told as a child. If you were neglected as a child, um, you may have beliefs concerning your uh, that you're maybe unlovable or unworthy um, and again, those beliefs stay with you as you grow up. And But when you become an adult, you believe that you're unlovable and you're unworthy and you operate like that with every part of your life that you do. And when you have those kinds of beliefs like I'm unlovable and I'm unworthy, you tend to attract really negative circumstances to your life that almost reinforce that belief. Whatever beliefs we have about ourselves, we attract that to our lives. Um, I'll touch more on that later about how you can change those beliefs. Um, And leading on from the last episode, we found out about some men's limiting beliefs. You know, they believe that they need to be this masculine image in order to uh, gain respect or whatever, which is a belief that they that was that we found out was instilled in them or instilled in them since they were young, since they grew up. So that is a limiting belief that men have. Um, And to be honest, I believe that we should be questioning every single belief that we have. We should be questioning whether it still serves serves us, whether it's beneficial for us now, whether it's helping us towards our goals, or is it limiting us? 
This process is really about digging deep into your beliefs and finding out where they came from and deciding whether you still want to hold on to that belief. I mean, I was raised as a Christian, so we would go to church every Sunday and I had a lot of internalised beliefs from like experiencing that religion at a young age. I decided that that religion wasn't right for me and I decided that I didn't want to really partake in that Well, at least to go into church part, because that was boring. So I decided I didn't want to do that bit, at least. Um, And I decided that it really wasn't what I wanted for myself. The whole idea of sinning and no sex before marriage and etc, etc, etc. It just didn't float my boat. So I chose to act otherwise. However, because those beliefs were so deeply embedded in me, because... Of I was exposed to it from such a young age and for so many years, it didn't stop me from feeling guilt and shame for when I went okay against the, the rules of the church or whatever, even though I was doing nothing wrong. But because I had that belief that I was doing something wrong because it was against the rules of the church, which I no longer believed in, um, I still had that belief in me. So I still felt guilt and shame around doing those things, which I shouldn't feel. Um, so that's really how it can affect your life and limiting beliefs can have many negative consequences on your life firstly they hold you back they limit you so you don't believe that you can achieve what you really can achieve they they make you like just think that you can't achieve things so that even if everything was there in front of you you still don't think that you'd make it so limiting beliefs hold you back so much and stops you from realizing your potential it makes you question yourself and question your own abilities like you choose to believe certain things based on maybe a childhood experience or maybe based on what someone has told you And then you start questioning your own abilities and nobody knows your own abilities apart from you. You are the only person who knows your potential and everyone else's opinion means absolutely nothing. So when something makes you question your own abilities, that can have real negative consequences on your life. Limiting beliefs are the biggest reason why people don't achieve their goals. It's probably the only reason why people don't achieve their goals. If you have a goal in place and you've been struggling to achieve it, the, it is most often the case that it's because that there's some sort of limiting belief that's holding you back. It's kind of like when you have that feeling of like, I really want to do this thing, but for some reason I'm just not doing it. Maybe I'm procrastinating, maybe I'm just putting it off, maybe I'm just you know all talk with no action. But that's all happening for a reason and that's because of a limiting belief which if you want to change and you want to reach that goal you're going to have to find that belief and change it. It forms your opinion of the world and others. So if you believe that this world is an unfair and unjust place then you are sure as hell going to be living in an unfair and unjust world. If you believe that the world is beautiful and full of opportunities and experiences then you're going to be living in a world that is beautiful and full of opportunities and experiences. So your beliefs literally forms how you see life and how you see others. Um, Limiting beliefs stop you from taking advantage of opportunities in life. Like even if 
um, you know that you can do something. You may have a limiting belief telling you that you're not worthy or you're not good enough or anything along those lines. And then you don't take advantage of the opportunities that happen to you in life because you don't think you're good enough to do them or you don't think you're smart enough to do them or you don't think you're special enough, whatever the belief is. And it stops you from taking advantage of the opportunities that life is literally giving you. And sometimes we're so lost in our limiting beliefs that we actually don't even see the opportunities that life is giving us because we are so lost in our limiting beliefs. I see that with clients all of the time. So as you can see, limiting beliefs are very dangerous things to have (laughs) and be unaware of. Many limiting beliefs, beliefs reside in our subconscious. They're deeply embedded as we've been saying them to ourselves for years and years. In scientific terms, I, I guess I can explain it as, as the when you do a repeated behavior or tell yourself a repeated thought, the neurons in your brain actually connect further and further together every time you do it. It's called hardwiring your brain. So if you've been telling yourself the same thought for for years and years and years or completing the same action for years and years and years, those neurons are going to be very, very much hardwired in your brain. And to unhardwire them, which I'm not sure what the word for that would be, you would need to consistently practice otherwise to try and get those neurons away from each other. So in scientific terms for any sciencey people out there, that's my best way of being sciencey, but take it or leave it. <laughs> um, so my personal limiting beliefs that I had were about confidence. That was one of the massive limiting beliefs that I had. I never believed that I was a confident person. I was always like that shy kid that would hold on to my mum, never let go of her. Even around family, I was extremely shy. And that was my identity. And that's just what I thought of myself as. I was like, I'm just not a confident person. I'm just shy. That's just who I am. But then I kind of realized, you know, if I want to be successful, and I looked at a couple of kind of career paths that I wanted to possibly enter. And I realized that for all of those career paths, I would have to be confident. There's no way that I would make it to where I wanted to go, being that shy uh, person that I was before so I straight away spotted that limiting belief and thought that's got to go and for the, a year or so I've been working on that limiting belief and I can safely say it is long gone um, for the last couple of months especially it has been completely disappeared um, and I'm now the one of the most confident confident people probably and I think shy would be the last word that could possibly used for me so it is possible to find these beliefs and get rid of them but say if you knew me and for those who did know me say maybe even even a year ago but even five years ago you would never expect for me to be saying that right now it's just crazy um I also had limiting beliefs that I wasn't good enough or special enough I seem to think that you had to have some sort of special talent or something to be kind of recognized. At school, you always kind of had those boys or girls who did really well because they had a special talent, like maybe they could sing or they could play a musical instrument. And I never really had that. So I thought that I wasn't really special enough to be anything. 
And that, once I found that belief, like, that had to go. I can't be feeling like I'm not good enough or special enough because if that's how I feel, then that's what life will be like. I needed to feel like I was good enough and special enough in order to reach where I wanted to go. So those were two limiting beliefs that I've personally got rid of. Those are a couple of limiting beliefs that I've personally got rid of myself. I'm still working through many limiting beliefs right now, just like you. I'm still learning. I'm still working on them. One belief that I'm working on right now is my beliefs around money. Um, th- there are many mindset, uh, money mindset coaches out there, and I'm and I love them. There's lots of them out there that I follow um, on Instagram and stuff, and they talk about this whole relationship that you have around money. So if you believe that money is like the root of all evil and everyone that has money is just snobby and uh, arrogant and ignorant or whatever you believe about people with money, you're blocking money from entering your life because you're essentially saying, I don't want to be like them, so I don't want that money. So you're blocking money from entering your life. So you will always not have enough money because your image of people that have money isn't a very good image. So it kind of works around your beliefs around money, um, how money makes you feel. Like when you get a, p- a post in in the um, letterbox, do you look at that thinking dread and feeling, oh my God, it's another bill? Or do you look at that kind of excited, like, oh, maybe I'm receiving money somehow? Um, there's loads of information out there about this. I'm not really... Um, Uh, I'm not really obviously that much of an expert as I'm still working on on it myself but I do know um, roughly how it works and it and it's essentially like that money should make you feel good and if you feel good about money you will get more money because whatever you feel good about you get more of and if you're always feeling dread and upset about money then that those negative feelings will stop money from coming to you and it will stop money from being attracted to you um and yeah so I've been working on that belief for a while um there's lots of kind of um limiting beliefs that you can have around money because if you grew up in a um household that didn't have much money you can kind of grow up with the belief that money is hard to come by that um, money could be something that's really important for you because you believe that it must be the key to success when maybe that's not the case. Um, If you grew up with a lot of money, you might have this mindset of money just is just there. Money is always there. You don't, that's what you believe because that's what you've grown up with. So that's why people who grow up with money or have parents with money quite often end up having money themselves because they just inherently have that belief that money is always there. But those who have grown up with poorer families may have that belief that money's hard to come by and that they've never had money, so why would they suddenly have money now? So it's really about changing that belief around money and it's there's so much into it that I could talk about, but I don't want to get sidetracked. So let's get back to the point. Um, so yes, this was my point. So fixed mindset around money um, is, yeah, I think what my problem is when it comes to money is that I have a fixed mindset around money. I talked about fixed mindset and growth mindset in, I think it was episode two when we spoke about personal development. So fixed mindset, for those who didn't hear, um, was it's basically when you feel like your characteristics or your life situation cannot be improved. So you feel like it's fixed as it is. 
So I feel like I have the mindset uh, at the moment with money where, um, or I had the mindset with money where it, I thought this is just how much I earn and I'll never get any more. And some part of that problem is that we see as the only way of receiving money as through our paychecks or through your monthly salary. That's the only way that we see to receive money. But that's such a limited view of where we actually can receive money from. Yes, you receive money from your paycheck, but where where else do you receive money? You receive money through gifts from people. You receive money through whenever you get a discount. You receive money, you may receive like a random tax refund or money in the post, birthday money, celebration money. Like money can come from anywhere, um, but we always just think it comes from our earnings and our paycheck and it's such a limited view on where money can come from. So that's really what I've been trying to work on when it comes to money mindset. So I'm done with money, talking about money now. I'm done with it. So some examples of limiting beliefs so that you know exactly what I'm talking about. So I'm sure that we will all recognize some of these. So I'm just going to read them through. So I'm not good enough. I'm not worthy. I'm not smart or intelligent enough. I don't have enough money. I'm not good at that. I'm not as good as those people. I'm not like those other people. And that would never happen for me. So I'm sure you recognize a lot of those. Um, I'm sure maybe you've said it yourself or you've heard other people say it. But these are all limiting beliefs. These are all assumptions that we've made in our mind from probably only one or maybe two experiences in our life and we've somehow made the assumption that we're not good enough that we um, are not smart or intelligent or worthy and it's honestly from one assumption from one thing that happened so I bet you're asking me oh and sorry like I said when you're looking at these beliefs and you find out that you have one of these, like I'm not good enough or I'm not worthy, that's a good time to look back at where you gain that belief, where you got it from and question it. Question where you got it from, question whether it's something that that you still believe in, question whether it's limiting you or whether it's helping you and then get rid of it if you don't want it. So I bet by now you're asking me, How can I deal with my limiting beliefs, Lauren? Just tell me, because I'm sure you found them now. So there are two steps to changing a limiting belief. Step one is to gain awareness of the belief. Only then we can go on to step two, which is challenging the belief, therefore leading to change. So how can you get awareness? So really, you need to have an awareness of of your thoughts, the thoughts that you are thinking on a day-to-day basis, because that's going to tell you um, whether you're thinking limiting beliefs or whether you're having empowering beliefs. Um, we're not very often aware of our thoughts. You know, when we quite often we do things just subconsciously, like when we get in the car and we're driving somewhere, we get to the destination and we don't even know how we got there. Same thing when we're like walking to the shop. One minute you're leaving your house, next minute you're at your shop, you're like, how did I even get here? Your mind was just so lost in its thoughts that you were basically not even there. And it's during those times that you need to know what you're thinking about. And it's during those times that we quite often don't even know what we were thinking about. What were we thinking about when when we were uh, on the way to the shop or driving the car? You don't even know. 
But a lot of the time, it's those limiting beliefs. It's you going, oh my goodness, I'm stressed about this thing that's happening tomorrow because um, I'm not good enough for, for the presentation. Or or maybe you're even looking into the past, or I can't believe that situation that happened that obviously shows I'm not smart enough or shows that I'm not pretty enough. And this is why you need to have a great awareness of your thoughts. You need to know exactly what's coming in and out of your head. I like to think of it like I have two big bodyguards guarding the gates of my mind and the thoughts come in everyone can come in because the bodyguards aren't that good so unfortunately everyone kind of comes in but the bodyguards can can ping to me and let me know you've got a bit of a dodgy thought coming in and that's how you kind of get that awareness you just take a moment to actually notice the thoughts that you're having as soon as I get that ping that that dodgy thought is there I'm able to find it recognize it, challenge it, and then get rid of it. So for those of you who are new to this, and you're thinking, what the hell is Lauren talking about? So what I'm talking about is that internal voice inside your head. It's that voice, that that consciousness, that speaking. So when you meditate, you would close your eyes, and you would just be alone with your thoughts. And that's a very good time to kind of find out what it is that you usually think about. You take notes of what comes to mind, what kind of thing you think about. Journaling can come in there. You can get a journal where you can actually note down all the thoughts that you have on a day-to-day basis or all the ones that you notice. And you can find a pattern of whether they're positive, whether they're negative, whether they're limiting, whatever they are. So journaling, meditating and mindfulness so taking a second just to be there with your thoughts and see what they're saying are the three best ways to get awareness, I would say, of your thoughts. Once you start practicing them, it becomes normal. You just catch the thought easily without a problem. Once you've got the thought, how can you challenge? Well, first thing I wanted to say about that is don't believe everything that your mind tells you. you your mind may be telling you, look like Lauren you're not a confident person you can't go and do that and then I know that I want to be a confident person so this is my chance to challenge that thought so what I'm going to say to myself is no actually I am a confident person and to prove to you that I'm a confident person I'm going to go to that social event or I'm going to put my hand up to speak in class or I'm going to do that presentation little steps at a time it doesn't need to be anything massive but you just challenge that thought a little bit even if you, before you challenge it, if you're still not at the, quite at that point where you're ready to be challenging that thought, even just changing that thought uh, helps. So I might get the thought, oh, Lauren, you're not smart enough for that. And I'll say, actually, yes, I am smart enough for that. I don't need to take any action, but I just need to acknowledge that thought and acknowledge that I've changed it. And over time, that is eventually going to break down those limiting beliefs so that you won't even get that thought anymore of oh I'm not smart enough what will come instead is the thought of I am smart or I am confident or I am shy and then afterwards you can start challenging your beliefs proving to your mind that you can do what it's telling you you can't do so if it's whether you're you being worthy or lovable you tell your mind I am worthy I am lovable and you show it how you show you prove it So as I said earlier, as a life coach, it is my job to help my clients to find these limiting beliefs as they are very difficult to find yourself. They seep into your wording through 
processes and environment and as coaches we learn to spot them so we can help you change them. One very easy way to know if there may be a limiting belief operating in your life is to look at the circumstances that you're currently in. If you're living a life where you never have enough money and you are constantly stressed about money, it is likely that you have a limiting belief around money. If you are going through relationship after relationship, love relationship I'm talking about, and it's failure after failure and nothing seems to work and you're just going through heartbreak after heartbreak, then you probably have a limiting belief in terms of relationships. If there's nothing going on with your career, there's not, you don't have any job prospects, you're unemployed maybe, um, you know, there's a possibility that you could have a limiting belief to do with your worth in, in, in the professional sense. So look at the life circumstances that you're currently in and if they're not quite up to scratch or where you'd want them to be, then it's likely that there's a limiting belief somewhere in there. Right, so that is it on limiting beliefs. I wish you luck on your journey of discovery into what is holding you back from achieving your goals. Discovery into what beliefs you have and how they were formed and discovery into finding yourself that little bit more. Thanks for tuning in and we shall speak next week. For more information on this type of topic, free events, inspiration and more, Follow me on Instagram at l.v underscore coaching. That's l.v underscore coaching. And on Facebook at lv coaching. Details are in the show notes. If you have any questions, feedback, or just want to get in touch, email us at lvcoachingservices at gmail.com. We love hearing from you guys.